0: what is up everybody welcome back to the music corner of the state Waits. i'm nate it's your boy trent and i'm stuffy and today we're back new tunes for the people like you every week you know how it is you know how it do let's get into it here now starting off with an album from a band called dune rats real rare whale sebastian
1: take it away Oh man, I never I never thought you would let me. Man. <laughs> yeah, this is some of the most boring ass punk I think I've ever heard. I thought I was listening to the Clash's most famous shitty album, uh, Cut the Crap, because there were so many crowd chants in this album, and Lord, it was just nonstop with that shit. Like it did not it did not stop like they just kept doing all crowd vocals the whole time <laughs> Like people get mad at like a lot of bands for just overly layering vocals and i'm not so i don't know why people don't do the same thing with punk people do that shit for like metalcore and stuff and i get that argument but why not punk why the fuck do they let these bands fucking do all this fucking crowd vocal shit it is disgusting sounding I don't like punk that much, and you already make it worse. Uh, It's brain-numbing at best, and it is boring at worst. And yeah, I do not like this. Not one bit. I do not like it here or there. I do not like it anywhere. Three out of ten. We we even busted out the Dr. Seuss lines, but not Cocaine's Dr. Seuss. No, no.
0: To be fair. Yeah, this one was shit. Um, I was amazed. The only reason I added this, uh, because I was amazed at this, was that this album is nominated for an ARIA award, which is the Australian whole music awards thing. And to kind of correct myself, as I was telling you guys earlier, it was nominated for Best Hard Rock or Heavy Metal Album. Okay. So not all time, as I like might have hinted or like uh made it sound like. So not all time at least for twenty twenty two. But still best hard rock and metal of that year, which it, is like, it, it, that's like putting Imagine Dragons in the fucking hard I mean, rock category. It literally is. With the fact that you now know two the other nominations, with this one being North Lane's Obsidian one that came out this year and Thornhill's Heroin that we reviewed, which I'm like this album does not belong even in the same realm as those two albums alone. Like, I get, yes, you're mixing metal and rock, but, like, even when I looked at the other uh, nominees, the one I didn't listen to because it was from last year, but the other one was the Chats, at least they were, like, somewhat hardcore punk, at the least, and it made sense, you know, because it has that raw sound, but this is just goofy. This is just goofy surfer, you know, whatever the fuck you want to call it, like kind of punk music, I guess ska influenced or whatever i i don't know i don't remember a thing about this album really i just remember i was just blown away at the fact that it's even nominated for something because boy down under they need to get some shit together because this is not it for even a nomination but yeah it wasn't good uh five out of ten for at least the instrumentals were fine at times i just could not care less about the vocals just no thank you on that one but go ahead uh yeah
2: uh try take it away yeah Dune Rats, it uh yeah uh it's kinda shit uh I gave it a 4 out of 10 nothing really worth mentioning I will say the first two songs it was a LTD and Dumb TV I actually didn't mind this like kinda openers it was a pretty decent hook uh but overall not that great I'm glad it was short uh I think it was short. Oh, yeah. It was, oh, like, yeah, 28 28 minutes. It was like 28 yeah. minutes. Literally 28 minutes. Yeah, 28 minutes. Yeah.
1: One redeeming quality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One redeeming quality.
2: So, yeah. it gets for it, then uh, I'm just going to forget about it.
0: Uh, yeah, forget about it. It's an album. It exists, unfortunately.
2: But we'll move along here
0: uh, to probably a better, <laughs> a better album compared to that. Uh, Jillian Carter's Salvation Through Misery.
2: Trent, go ahead. Yeah, not a better album for me. Uh, really? I gave, you like the other one better? I give it a 3 out of 10. Oh, wow. Uh, This was Headache City for me, (laughs) and that's why. Uh, Even though this one was also short, I think this one was shorter. Yeah, 24 minutes. Um, Yeah, Headache City. Uh, I got through like half of it. had to skip it, and I got through the other half. Um, Yeah, that was about it. Headache, 3 out of 10. Even with how, like, short that one was, Yeah, too. yeah. <laughs> how short it was. I was sitting at work, I'm like, I cannot get fucking through could this, have, man. could handle it. I couldn't handle it. I mean, get, that's I... like, we've had albums like that in the past, though.
0: Yeah, like the, uh, uh what was that
2: one? Fax Head. Oh, 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 well, not fast that. I say, that no, one not was that one. one. <laughs> no, that
0: was another level of horrible. That was, cool, But, um, anyway, yeah, Sebastian, go
1: ahead. This one was a very no- a noisy album as well. I do agree with that statement, but... I decided to save myself a little bit. Instead of having it through my headphones, I decided to put it through my stereo monitors.
2: I probably should have done that. That's yeah, a idea. I was at work.
1: Yeah, I was like, I, I need to take this home and listen to it and not listen to it via headphones at work because it was not good for productivity. It's definitely an album that you just need to sit there and listen to because uh, it's a bit, bit noise based and, you know, it's very chaotic. Uh, but I like the chaoticness of it. I think it's like a treat to have. Um, the darker synths in the background on tracks such as like Borrowed Time, I love them. They were really like ominous. They were doomy. I thought that was really cool to add in the background of like all these crazy ass high-gained, crazy filtered over vocals. I thought it was really cool. Um, the drums and bass as well on this album hit super fucking hard like they were where they should have been in a project like this they give all that noise some grounding and some depth which i really fucking enjoyed a lot um the tracks also offer a nice variety of soundscapes um with songs such as like serene landscape of a violent utopia I thought that was a nice little mellow part in this like chaotic whirlwind of an album, and it really helped the sound kind of settle. You know how I like dynamics. You know, you have your di- giant peaks and valleys with the first couple songs, but then you get this one, which is a nice like serene valley, as uh, stated here. Uh, it's really nice. I really like the. Uh, I really like how well it's done. I like how well incorporated it is in the album's progression. And they even had another slow song on this with a fucking harmonica solo. (laughs) When the fuck have you ever heard a harmonica on a hardcore noise, anything kind of project that, that for me and, and having it work well on top of all that super well done. I thought it was just masterful the way they incorporated it and Honestly, this is one of the best noisier projects I think I've ever heard. Um, for me, I'm not a big fan of, like, super noisy albums. Obviously, I like Ethereal. I like shoegaze and stuff, but that's a little bit different kind of noise. This is, like, as raw as noise can get, and I really fucked with it quite a bit. And, yeah, this album was pretty fucking good. I'm going to give this one a 9 out of 10. Yeah.
0: I was uh, pretty pleased with this album as well. I tend to like the whole style of, like, the whole screamo, post-hardcore, hardcore, whatever you want to call it thing, um, as well as, as long as it's done well, because, like, sometimes there are definitely, like, shittier ones that are, like, you just get, you can't stand at all. I uh, can't really name the ones at the moment here, because I'm... Yeah, I guess I'm trying not to, but, uh, in terms of this album, though, this one was actually, uh, pretty fucking good. I enjoyed songs like, uh, The Pain of Being Awake, Lake of Misery, A Heart of Hatred, Crucified Upside Down, and Nothing Ahead of Us. Um, also really loved just how, like, I don't know what it is, but, like, that album cover, man. Like, that is a sick album
2: cover. I like, will say, that that I yeah. thought was really cool. It, it, it is it ominous. Is. You know? It really is, yeah.
0: Because it's like, what is that? Is it like, blood? Is that, that was I, a I it quality. Is. It was, like, you know, it looks like something split open, basically. And it's, like, the insides of it or whatever. But, like, whew, it is gnarly. That's for damn sure. Um, and, and you know, like, with an album like this, too, it, it kind of does get, like, a bit repetitive. Especially when the songs are, like, you know, a minute too like a minute to a minute and a half long and you're just kind of breezing on by it too like again this is another like shorter album as well but no it was a good one i like the sound the style was great uh i even like ended up listening to like some of their older stuff and i gotta say it sounds better now than what i listened to before so kudos to them great band great album eight out of ten but all right moving along got an album here from counterparts a eulogy for those Still Here. Counterparts is back. They got it. They they got the albums. You know what happens when they come out with this shit. It's you know you're in for a banger of like a melodic hardcore kind of thing. Like they really don't disappoint. I don't think I've listened to a bad Counterparts album. Repetitive it can be sure, but like I don't know this one hit a little bit differently, uh, especially with the whole um, first actual song here, "Whispers of Your Death," which if I'm not mistaken was about uh, the singer's cat who was very ill. And, uh, apparently, uh, passed away a couple weeks before the album was released. And, uh, I was uh, almost a mess listening to that song since I have my cat and that's my baby too. so sad.
2: I know. I was like, that (gasps) makes sense though with the lyrics. Right, right,
0: right. I was
2: like, this has to be about somebody or something.
0: And it was, it was his cat if I'm not mistaken. I remember he talked about it a lot. And I think even in like the lyric video they put out first for it, it was like videos of the cat, you know, kind of just like playing and shit i'm like oh "Oh my god God." literally (laughs) i was like i'm I'm crying at work what the fuck (laughs) and not for the reasons that may seem like this album is just hitting hard and then of course like you know you just got like your typical hardcore with like you know some blast beats your breakdowns your screams this is also i don't know if you know uh either of you know actually um remember the end album that we listened to a couple years ago at uh, oh, Pariah, yeah. the singer—that this is his main band. This is Counterparts' oh, oh, his main band. Really? Yes. End is a side project, whereas Counterparts is his main band. Wow. Yeah. So like same guy and everything. He's got like some pretty good range for yeah. hardcore. Because
2: it had like that weird album cover. Yeah. Of, like the, it was, had, like, the, the black thing. yeah Yeah. 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 Oh,
0: so that's, yeah, Shit. he he can do some stuff. He's, he's fucking great with his vocals. Um, but yeah, there's like literally like no bad songs on here. Just to name a few other good ones here. A eulogy for those still here. The title track, Unwavering Vow, Sworn to Silence, Uh, What Mirrors Might Reflect and Flesh to Fill Your Wounds. Just to name a few. But yeah, it's a great, straightforward, uh, hardcore album. My favorite album of the week too. It's also going to be an eight out of 10 for me. Sebastian?
1: I thought this album was a very good one as well. Uh, definitely one. won't be making like a favorites list or anything like that, but I did think it was a very solid, enjoyable listen. And definitely with the backstory they provided, it added a lot more depth to this project. Um, you know, I... Went into this and I was very happy. I thought it was going to be black metal again because looking at the album cover, I was kind of worried. I'm like, fuck, is this going to be like a Swedish, like black metal band? Am I going (laughs) to... It's
0: faxed head too. Yeah. Am
1: I going to (laughs) die? It's like, Nate tried to kill me. Like, (laughs) I can't do this anymore. But yeah, I was very, uh, very surprised and you know what? I enjoyed it. I thought the vocals were really good. I thought the instrumentals hit really hard. Um... There were a couple really good songs I enjoyed on here. I really liked What Mirrors Might Reflect. I liked the last song, Mass Grave of Saints. If you guys want to talk about good crowd vocals, this is where they should yeah. be at the end of a project that settles all the craziness out with a group chant how you would do at a concert. That's good. That's how you fucking end an album. You don't do crowd vocals the whole fucking time. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's good, though. It's uh yeah i I enjoyed this um yeah even uh i was gonna say the title track as well as another good one and other than that i'm giving this one a 7.5 out of 10
2: hell yeah Trent. yeah i gave it a music corner seven uh i enjoyed it yeah after knowing now it's about his fucking cat that makes so much more sense and it's so much more sad too it is the lyrics i'm sitting there at work i'm like damn this shit kind of sad. <laughs> and I am sitting here I'm like, "Fuck, man, it is." Like I remember, like I was
0: literally like, because I I knew that that song was about yeah. his cat, and like I wanted to like read the lyrics specifically for that song because I, I was he, I can actually like understand what he was saying too, like even with the screaming and all. Yeah, I was I should, like,
2: I should go back and listen. I'm like I'm, I'm understand cat
0: understanding cat this, person. but I'm getting really sad. I'm like, I gotta look at the lyrics at least. I'm like, oh my god,
2: it's about his cat. <laughs> Hello darkness, my old friend. Literally, <laughs> no, but yeah, overall, uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I knew, and I was thinking about necessary death. That song, song because that's like that weird like crow skull thing with the veil. But and then I looked at the other album. They're similar.
0: They are very similar. It's the. I love that spikes and everything. I love that artwork
2: because that was the one that had four different covers, right? Or four different things in it. It, Yes, with the album. Yep, yep, yep. The layers. The layers. Yeah. 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 Because I was like, I remember you talking about that. Mm-hmm. And that pariah
0: on that. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, oh.
2: Fucking banger. <laughs> oh. But I don't remember what I gave that album. I think it was a I should go back and listen to it. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah. Overall, it, it was really enjoyable. It was the first one of the week for me. So it was a banging start for the week. But yeah, 7 out of 10. Uh, yeah, keep fucking, man. Keep on fucking. And get a new cat, maybe. <laughs> <Cool>. Yeah. <laughs> get a new buddy. Get a, get, new buddy. get a new buddy. You deserve it, man. Absolutely. Facts.
0: Alright. Well, that does it for the first half. Got another to go. Before we get there, how do you from our sponsor? And we're back. Alright. Hopping tune now with a new album here from King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Ice, Death, Planets, Lungs, Mushrooms, and Lava. Sebastian, go ahead. Fuck! I forgot to
1: put lungs on the title for my notes. Shit!
2: <laughs> Damn it! I just put s or s. S. <laughs> I just put s. I put. <laughs> I put ice death etc. Right, right, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. This uh, this album, man. The title is long because the album is also a fucking long <laughs> one. Uh, I will say some good things. There were some really cool psychedelic type imagery presented on this album. Uh. Yeah, the percussion and bass was cool, uh, tight grooves, you know, um, even though these songs are very tight, very groovy, Lord, did I get fucking fatigued trying to listen to any of these songs, because each of them are, like, over five minutes, and, you know, Trent and I, were we, we listen to quite long albums normally, or we used to, at least with our old prog days, yeah, this did not bring back any fun times doing that, because... I don't know if it's because we listen to so much every week, but man, this made me super fatigued. Like I, I was honk shoeing every waking moment, <laughs> or I should say every sleeping moment. Um, yeah, this is not a very challenging psychedelic project. Uh, like honestly, I thought I was listening to like the Watership Down soundtrack at times because I, oh, I was just like, man, Watership Down. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, man, is this Art Garfunkel? Like, what the fuck is this going on? You know, it's it's good, but like, you know. It's just so bland in that department. I I like King Gizzard, you know, and I I have a very hot take to give about King Gizzard. Um, Perhaps if they condensed all four or five albums they make every year and just make it into one good one instead of four mediocre ones, perhaps I would be more enthused about reviewing their music. I love King Gizzard. I think they are a great band. I think they do a great job... Experimenting and you know, changing their sound up. Of course, I love when bands do that, but when you're making four albums almost yearly at this point, I feel like the band is kind of stretching themselves too thin, and that's where my biggest issue lies. I'll probably bring this up for their next four albums we'll review. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, they just need to slow down. Uh, you know, it's cool to do different things but maybe condense all those cool creative ideas into something that's more enjoyable for the listener especially if you guys want to keep your band's longevity going don't be the Melvins I love the Melvins but I've never listened (laughs) to all 30 albums by the Melvins why? (laughs) Um, maybe for worse, the best. okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's no. going to have
2: to be a four-parter. <laughs> no, listen, I'll do Literally. it all by myself. <laughs>
1: Just you. I'll do it all by myself. Hey, guys, welcome here, back here, to the here, music rooms.
2: corner. It's Sebastian. I'm Sebastian. And I'm Sebastian. Yeah, <laughs> and I today will... we are Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, I'll do okay. it, man. I'm Sebastian. <laughs> He's Sebastian. <laughs> We're all Sebastian. But
1: yeah, uh, yeah, last note I'll give. If, if they do go into this kind of genre landscape once again, I hope they do some like modern type production, modern type playing, something to keep this new, fresh, and not just a 70s homage. Something to the likes of like Silk Sonic, you know, just doing a homage without actually adding anything new.
2: Uh, 6 out of 10.
0: There you I have it?
2: Trent? Uh, I give it a music corner 7. I enjoyed it. Um, I... Don't remember what I gave the last album that we reviewed. Uh but it was this year though. Yeah, it was this yeah. year though. Uh but yeah, I I agree with Sebastian. Even though I my prog days are still among me, uh and I listen to you know, Metropolis Part Two scenes from a memory at least like once every two months. Uh this was pushing it. This is shoving it even. Just
0: shove it, shove it, shove, shove it. it
2: aside. Um uh, <laughs> yeah the the shortest song is six minutes 41 and then the longest is 1328 wow and there's only seven songs on here so it is fat uh but the instrumentation for most of it i loved i love what they do with using like non-traditional instruments like like the microtonal like stuff. the microtonal yeah. stuff like it's so cool and adding you know all the backing stuff too whether it be you know orchestra or just strings in general um, and then you know your brass section and stuff and woodwinds. wins like it, it's really really cool to hear uh, but fuck not when it's this long uh, but yeah again I did still give it a 7 because I did find enjoyment out of it it's just fucking long that's it yeah I'll <laughs> vouch for that for yeah, sure it's just it,
0: <laughs> like I remember the other one was actually longer that we reviewed this year on um, Minium Gatherum uh, that was 80 minutes, believe it or not. Oh really? With yeah. 16 tracks. Yeah, but so. those were like better paced. Different. <laughs>
2: yeah. It, yeah.
0: Somewhat. Honestly, I like this one a little bit more because of the consistency, I guess you could I, say. I, I think I'd have to re-listen to the other yeah, one. Yeah, but I don't want to. <laughs> 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 I don't want to, so. We'll yeah, just let's t- wait for the next one. <laughs> which <laughs> is coming next Jane, week, apparently. Jane, <laughs> They have oh. an album coming. So. Changes is coming next week, the October 28th apparently. Did you put it on for next week? No, I'm not yeah. doing that. I'm good. Hey, go, you know, my album recommendation for next week. Oh my god. You her, baby. Well, the first song apparently on there is already 13 minutes. So there you go. Like I'm
2: listening to that shit.
0: Go ahead, hey, go yeah, ahead. Man. Make it an honorable mention. I don't care. I'm, I'm good. But number one. Right. Back to this <laughs> album though. Uh, yeah, this is. It was fine. They did things that sounded like... Or reminded me, rather, of Pink Floyd, which I can get behind a bit with the progressive rock stuff, you know? And, like, the cool incorporation of jazz was kind of cool, too. But, like, you know, these songs... It, it's, it's my problem of having songs being over five minutes for every single song, where it's just like, all right, this is just gonna become the same. This is just dragging. Like, I'm being dragged through this musical journey that i kind of don't want to be a part on but i guess i'll stay so it's like eh, whatever you know um they are very talented guys that is obviously like no lies there you can very much see that through any of their albums uh it's amazing how this is their 21st album and they have only been a band for about 10 years like 2010 was when yeah. they came on the scene, like that's crazy. Melvin, that that tr- t- <laughs> they did right. They didn't <laughs> even do
2: that until like much later. Maybe they should. Maybe they're trying to like push past Melvin's. Maybe they, yeah, maybe, maybe they are. Maybe maybe they are competing. Maybe.
0: Dude, Australia versus the United States. Like this is what Fuck we got yeah. here. <laughs> this is our competition. Bring in the emus, they'll lose. There you oh, go. Shit. Oh god. Oh jeez. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this album it's a music corner seven for me as well. Like it's not the worst thing ever. It just drags. Like I said, everything still sounds fine. Just
2: man the song
0: or the uh well yes, the song lengths and the album length. It just it's it's a bit much to handle, so you know, take that as you will. If you like that kind of thing, that is definitely an album for you. But alright, moving along. We got a new album here from Bush. The Art of Survival. Trent, go ahead.
2: Uh yeah. Uh I give this one a four out of ten. Uh I didn't really mess with it. I think the first two tracks, The Heavy as the Ocean and Slow Me, were just especially Heavy as the Ocean was way Longer than it should have been when you're just repeating the chorus like twenty fucking times. Heavy is the ocean. <laughs> um, that's why I asked you earlier. I was going like, to they a fucking quit uh, qu- Christian band, like because I'm like this sounds like it some, could, yeah it could you know yeah. it, right, there I is see. a song that there's like, there's a Christian song that uh Maya showed me. That is kind of like that. And it goes something like, and it, Can you take me higher?
0: To, to a bliss with blind
1: pins Should I like, put like an explicit label every time we feature Creed in an episode? No. <laughs> what do you mean? There's no cursing. I can't you can. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs>
2: Anyway, uh, that's all you got, that's <laughs> I Essentially, yeah. I gave it for them. Yeah, I hear
0: you. Uh, yeah, you know, like, Bush is back again. We reviewed their album, The Kingdom, from 2020, which I kind of liked. I didn't mind that one at all. It was decent. I don't really remember much from it, but I've. If I got through it and I saved a good amount of songs, I must have liked it. I think I gave it, like, a a 7.5 at the time. And this album, truly, it started off pretty strong. Um, I personally loved the opening track, Heavy is the Ocean. It kind of reminded me specifically of that uh, Thrice song, Hurricane, just because of, like, the kind of chuggier, you know, riffs that were in, like, you know, the beginning and, like, just throughout the rest of the song. And, like, Gavin's vocals were probably, like, at its best in this part of the album, where... Typically, his vocals are very obviously not how they used to be at all. It just, you can hear that he's aged, for sure, obviously. But it's it, it kind of works with that song. And it also works with the songs like Slow Me and uh, May Your Love Be Pure, which I also saved on here. And then it just kind of fell flat, and then also got weird. <laughs> Sebastian's laughing now because of, because of the boo line. Yeah my robot boo my robot boo i don't remember what song that was i want to say kiss me i'm dead but or human sand it has
1: to, no it's human sand because was talking about how like you're not a robot My robot boo or whatever it
2: was <laughs> yeah Dude, I, not... I, don't, I don't even know that it was in there that, yeah like, he it's just a fog i'm like, fog
0: like okay 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 fog so, on the ocean so, so real quick so do, do you guys know um that they did that whole like metal and rock american idol thing
1: yeah, yeah.
0: No. And, so yeah, and so yeah. So you're aware? Because you, we we talked about this. Yes. Before. So on yeah. YouTube, on the Sumerian Records channel, they did a whole American Idol thing specifically for rock and metal bands and other independent artists that are like oh. pop or whatever. And Gavin, the vocalist, was one of the judges along with Izzy Hale, Alice Cooper. Um, uh, Bishop Briggs and uh, the, the black guitarist from Animals as Leaders. I forget his name. Oh, Tosin Abasi? Yes, yes. Oh, he's good. So yeah, yeah oh, they had them. They were the judges. That's actually a good lineup for it judges, is. though. It is. And that makes me why? wonder why Gavin used boo as a lyric when you are a judge of this and also just a very notable artist from the 90s. Like, we, we're not doing this, Gavin. I get it's 2022, but we're not using boo in post-grunge music. Please exit the building. So, unfortunately, uh, that lowered the score of the album. <laughs> one line. Did, I mean, not to mention that it just like, was falling flat to begin yeah. with, you know? And like nothing else was memorable, unfortunately. It didn't lower it much, though. I gave it a 6.5 because, it was like I said, the beginning was fine. The first, Literally, the first quarter was fine for the album, and then it just fell badly. But, hey, eh, you know, they're out of their prime. What are you going to do? It is what it is.
2: Oh, that reminds me of another one line that we talked about before. Uh, loveology oh okay um, sebastian <laughs>
0: want to take it away next Porcupinology. uh,
2: <laughs>
1: porcupine-ology. uh Ooh, no you're not encouraging this <laughs> i'm sorry i can't not i'm sorry I'm okay
2: sorry. class oh no
1: so uh yeah the art of survival is a good name for an album it started pretty well Heavy as the Ocean, though it was very repetitive, as Trent stated. I thought it was a pretty solid track, and the second track from there was pretty good as well. But then I started noticing some glaring issues, one being that the lyrics are beyond cliche at some points. Like, (laughs) uh, on the song More Than Machines, he said... Hey, he basically is saying, like, you know, we're humans. We don't need to act like robots. I'm oh, like, how many that. fucking times can artists say this shit? It's same shit with Shine Down. I was like, let's go, Shine Down. Did it muse? Did
0: it muse? Did it muse? Yeah, <laughs> it muse? We are
2: fucking fucked.
1: <laughs> like, oh my god, dude. I, I hate these musical cliches because we review so much of it and we just hear it constantly. And it's like, man, you guys really are—you uh, guys really are writers out here, huh? Um, yeah, I, you know, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, like Legacy Acts and everything, but there comes a point where sometimes you just gotta—you just gotta hang up the guitar straps and just, you know, put on the chairs and just start performing and just not worry about making new music. Uh, Bush, I think, has good music. Uh, I do like Glycerine as much as it is overplayed by them. Uh, especially the Homer Simpson cover. Um, Margarine. Margarine, of course. <laughs> uh, beautiful, beautiful song. It had me cry every time. Um... <laughs> Margarine! <laughs> yeah, it's good, though. Uh, this album, I will say, there are some good instrumentals. It's, uh, there's some chunkier bits, especially on Heavy as the Ocean, because apparently that's the only song I like on this album in my notes. Um, yeah, I just wish... The repetitiveness wasn't such a glaring issue and the cliches weren't there. And then, uh, yeah, I just wish it did not just stagnate so much. Five out of ten. Yep.
0: What are you going to do, though? But moving along, we got one more album here. And that is the new album from uh, rappers Quavo and Takeoff, only built for infinity links. Yeah, so apparently this is the first album uh, where they have released something, Quavo and Takeoff, that didn't include Offset. As uh, Mikos is no longer a trio, reportedly. They're only uh, a duo now. Who knows how long that'll last? I don't know. Do but we know what happened with that? Uh, there was beef of some sort, I'm sure. That fucking rat beef is so dumb. It, it, it Nowadays, it
1: really is. So dumb. It's not like how it was in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, man. We need to take it back to the story of Dot. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know about that What?
0: Hey, <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> no, but uh, I guess. I guess, sure. Get some drama, stir the pot. Um, no, but with this album, I was kind of going in with low expectations because I'm really basing this off of uh, the uh, Culture Three that we reviewed back in. It uh, was that last year. That was last year. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, I, it feels like a while ago. But like, yeah. Is there a
2: horse in my
0: basement? <laughs> Bojack. <laughs> um, no, but like that, that one was rough. That was a really rough uh, rap project from them. Uh, I don't remember if that made my worst, but it was definitely one of my least favorite of the year for sure. So going off of that one, I went in with low expectations, and to my wildest surprise, this one was actually pretty damn solid for what it was. Uh, bloated, yes, uh, with 18 songs here uh, at about an hour. Uh, definitely could have cut that down for sure. In fact, you could have cut it down probably to the amount of songs I saved, which... Four, six, eight, ten. had about 13 saved. So there you go. You could have had even a better album if you just cut it down to these 13 songs. Um, but they were still, you know, your typical trap bangers and everything. The one song, though. Oh, my God. Which one was it? It literally was just a sample of an Outkast song. I think it was a sample of um, Miss Jackson. And they literally were just rapping over the
1: song. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, it. I remember th-
0: that th- That's I forgot what yeah. song it was, but I remember I didn't save it because I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Like, I can't do that at all, so... That was the only, like, low point, I would say, on the album. But, like, other than that, there were still some great moments. Like, Us vs. Them with Gucci Mane. Cannot go wrong with that. You got Mixy that featured Summer Walker. Uh, Chocolate, which features our boys, Young Thug and Gunna. Free my boys, for real. Um, you got... Free the dog. Free the dog. Free the dog from Young Slugs. life. <laughs> 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 Dude, for real. And, um... <coughs> some of the good ones too that were just featuring Quavo and Takeoff being like not out Tony Stark's and the opening track to Infinity Links but yeah if you like your trap you'll like this album it's not bad for what it is I, I fucked with it and yeah it's an 8 out of 10 for me to my wildest surprise like good job making a rebound from that horrible Mikos album
1: uh Sebastian go ahead this album is definitely built for tough uh I thought it was your typical you know Migos trap style bangers out here and to my surprise this is the culture three that we should have got at least yeah. in my opinion yeah um, that's facts yeah this was way better than culture three even from the first song because I, I listened to both albums this week to compare them I'm like yeah <laughs>
2: well, um, that's actually a good idea I didn't think of that yeah it, like I to didn't think, them, like yeah
1: like yeah they should have uh they <laughs> like it, I guess it was offset that was offsetting the whole vibe or something I don't know man <laughs> um but yeah i i don't think there was a whole lot of substance behind this album there were a couple really cool samples there was a cool little instrumental flourish in the beginning unfortunately i didn't really save any album or any songs on this album i just didn't really find it like super interesting too uh but there were a couple like cool little instrumental flourishes i like the uh like guitar acoustic intro with gucci main um and then, oh, sorry, the guitar instrumental with Gunna and Young Thug. I'm sorry, that's the that's Chocolate, not the Gucci Mane one. Um, the Gucci Mane one is really good as well with "Us Versus Them." I thought that was a really solid track. I like Gucci Mane quite a bit, and I'm starting to like him even more, especially after this. But yeah, this is like a pretty typical project, as I stated before. Uh, it's very consistent. It's a little bit too long, just like Nate stated uh a little bit just if it was condensed you know that's probably i guess a big theme this week is just condensing until you get a better product so you don't have as much fluff in an album but i don't think they're really making this for album listeners i think they're making this more for singles and like tiktok and stuff because i know offset's pretty big right now on tiktok because i even had a hand reviewing some of his work on there (laughs) so yeah overall it's a pretty okay album I like it quite a bit. Uh, I didn't save anything, but if you like these guys, if you like Migos, this is probably the best Culture 3 you'll ever get. So, 7 out of 10. Hell yeah. Trent?
2: I also gave it a Music Corner 7 as well. Um, I, I really liked it. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I do agree. Uh, this was the Culture 3 that we should have got. Uh, the intro to Infinity Links, the uh, intro track, very, very good. Uh, it was a really good start. I think my favorite song on here was probably that one, Two Infinity Links, or Big Stunna. Big Stunna was a really good track towards the end. Or was that the last one? I can't remember. No, you had a few after that. Oh, that's right. The one with Gucci, too. That was a good one. I, was, that was, versus I, I love Gucci. That was a good me. one. Oh, yeah. Gucci Mane's great. Yeah, honestly, it was like the beginning was good, the middle was kind of at, and then the end was really good. Yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah, but I do agree. Condensing. That, that was his whole week, is fucking condensing shit. Just make it Eep. a little bit shorter. Make it a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just pull it out the lot. Uh, but no, a lot of good people on here. Uh, I think that's one thing that I appreciate and love about the rap community is that they can always get a lot of good people to do songs with them. That is one of the best things that's like really, really cool uh, that you don't see in a lot of times. We only saw that with. Uh, was it Shadow of Intent? With what? Was it Shadow of Intent? They had. Uh, fuck I can't remember they had like two people on theirs like for vocals on their album Angel Maker
0: Angel Maker had two are you talk about two vocalists on one album
2: no like no two vocalists like feature oh maybe on a different song yeah. I think it was Shadow of Intent I in don't know that one
0: was forgettable for me personally yeah Shadow I think intent. I mm-hmm. it had
2: like it had a few people on it uh, I think it had the guy from White Chapel on it yeah, yeah, yeah maybe Phil um, Boseman, yeah. yeah but yeah you don't see it a lot sometimes you do it with like redoes of songs like we had with um brand of sacrifice doing lifeblood with will ramos oh yeah um, like but that's cool you know but i i love i love the the rap scene for that shit of just adding people it makes it cool makes it fun gets their name out there because they're big people so but yeah and, uh, it's a music corner 7 for me definitely a better album
0: yeah. Yeah, 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 You were right. Shelvinton had Phil bozeman and Chuck Billy.
2: Chuck Billy was the. I thought I could. I didn't want to say Chuck Billy, but I thought it was. You can, I, I remember that's a weird because I because I know Chuck Billy was also on the Lamb of God one, and I thought that's what I was thinking of. Oh but right, right, right. I, yeah. Chuck Billy is such a fucking meme, dude. I love him. Lead, <laughs> if you don't know who Chuck Billy is, he's lead singer Testament. He's a great guy. Right, yeah, he's lead singer Testament, but he's he's a great guy and a pretty damn good vocalist, especially back in the day. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, all right. There you have it. Been a
0: week. There you go. Uh, before we go, we got album recommendations. I got one here that is a wildly fascinating album that I found out uh, from the band Shu Shu, or group, I should say, Shu Shu, called Girl with Basket of Fruit. Um, it is quite an album. It is very experimental, of course. It almost like it, it basically is, like, a horror album, genuinely. And, like, with all, like, the weird, like, I don't know, like, the synth parts and all the weird sampling they use, It it's kind of, like, terrifying at times, too, especially with, like, the vocals that have, like, just a very, like... I don't know, like, yeah, I guess a, a ritualistic kind of like style to it, you know? Almost kind of like reminded me of a little bit of Lingua Ignota. Yeah. And just like almost like hymn like, you know? Um, but like, it, it's also like really shaky at times, too. It's a wild, weird album that definitely deserves the credit like it has received, you know, back when it came out, even, too. Uh, some songs like Scissors, the title track Girl with Basket of Fruit uh pumpkin attack on mommy and daddy and uh the wrong thing just to name a few it is a great album it is definitely an album that once again from me better to hear the whole thing than uh to space it out so like you know i don't really like take apart some of the songs on here separately but it is a really good album definitely worth checking out girl with a basket of fruit by Shushu. uh
2: trey uh i have here the game by queen i don't know if i already talked about it i don't think so i don't think so because it's like we we don't talk about like classic stuff a lot no yeah uh but yeah you have bangers on here like play the game another one bites the dust crazy little thing called love save me which is i think one of if not my favorite queen song okay save me is a really good one uh oh no break free is good too i want (laughs) to break free. i like that one there's a lot of good cuts Um, on that one yeah um yeah, the game is. It's classic Queen. Great fucking album. Queen is good. We love Queen. There you go.
1: Sebastian? You know what? I'm going to continue this horror theme. Well, now I, I
2: feel fucking stupid. This guy
1: killed! No, oh, no, listen. Huh, what a good album. I'm going to be honest. No, no, listen. You guys, Silver Scream 2. Okay, that's an album. But let's talk about some real horror here. Playboy Cardi's Whole Lot of Red. Hey. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, <the> <laughs> I, I had a discussion with one of our good friends, and I told him I've never listened to Playboy Cardi, album wise, ever. And uh, he was originally saying die lit, but then he was like, you know what? Fuck it. Do Whole Lot of Red. You're probably going <laughs> to hate it, but then love it and i'm like okay whatever so i picked it i listened to it on my stereo monitors and i just sat there for the whole length of the album i was imagining i was going to hate it so i went in there with like no expectations i'm like okay i hope i don't and no dude on first listen i gave this shit like an 8.5 um this is one of the most like striking most challenging rap albums i think i've ever listened ever listened to and I fucked with it every fucking step of the way. Whether it be, like, these crazy-ass, like, fucking organ synths that he would be shouting, like, these vampiric lyrics over. Or, <laughs> or uh, the fucking absolute fucking beggar, jump out the house. Jump out the house! Jump out the house! Jump out the house! dude, Jump out the piece! <laughs> dude, okay, like... What is up with playboy Carti and jumping?
0: I don't know, but he can jump.
1: Dude, he is the new jump man. Literally. I'm sorry, Drake. You've been sitting down for too long. Playboy cardi's the new jump man. He is up to something. Not that much.
0: He's got some good features on that album, too. Oh, yeah. Like future. Yeah, Future Kanye. And you Kid Cudi. Cudi.
1: Yeah, Kid Cuddy. That Kid Cuddy feature as well. Great, right? Dude. Metamorphosis. Oh, it kind my of God. Remember- it kind of reminded me of um, Father Stretch My Hands. Yeah. Because I'm like... Is that Kid Cudi? Because I didn't I did look at it at first, and I'm like, is that Kid Cuddy? It kind of sounds like Kid Cuddy. I heard that, like this ominous fucking humming. I'm like, holy shit, this might have inspired Kid C. Ghost. <laughs> holy shit. Uh, yeah, no, this, uh, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm so mad I've been sleeping on Play by Cardi for so long. I need to listen to more. This album is such a fucking amazing one. This is beautiful. Fucking love it.
0: Gotta love it. Hell yeah. Well, there you have it. That's been the week officially. Transmission as always. Thank you for joining. yee yeah. And we will see you guys in the next episode. This has been the Music Corner of Riss weights and we are sign off.